0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You guys stink. I thought we came here to play hockey. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins are eliminated by the Tampa Bay Lightning, and we're going to take a, look a and we're going to take a look at what the roster might look like next season. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, and you can find us at believe.com and Apple believe Podcasts. Well, the Boston Bruins season is officially over. They lost in overtime by the score of four to by the score of three to two in double overtime. Now these guys didn't play this, this series like President's Trophy winners. As a matter of fact, they didn't even play in Toronto they didn't play this whole thing like President's Trophy winners. Maybe a little bit in the first round against Carolina, but other than that, this team was horrible. The Bruins let Tampa dictate all the games two, three, and four. And that's probably one of the reasons that's one of the reasons why that they why they got eliminated. Because they didn't bother showing up. I mean in game two, yeah, game two was another was an overtime four three overtime loss. They played well. Halak played great, but he can't can't get out shot forty to twenty five and expect expect to win the game. Marshawn had two goals. One of them was the tying goal in the third period. Okay? And the Bruins in, in game two spent half the half the game in their own zone. It was like that in game three. And it was like that in game four. I mean, the zone time in game two, Tampa had was in this Bruins zone for 55 minutes the whole entire game. Okay? Fifty five minutes. A game it lasts 60. Okay, you know, in OT, in overtime of that game, the Bruins could barely set up a play in in Tampa zone. The defense was horrible. They were, I mean, it's like the defense didn't even show up the whole series. Okay, they were really bad. I mean, maybe maybe in the offseason, they really need to take a look at what's, maybe take a look at the defense, and I'll get to that a little bit later on. And the team didn't play physical. I mean, Tampa went out and they got some physical players at the trade deadline and these guys paid off. I mean, you know, you know, I know that back when the Bruins won the Cup in 2011, they were a physical team. They were the big bad Bruins. And now all of us, now as the game has evolved, they decided to get faster and everything else. You still need that physical presence and that physical presence isn't there anymore. Sean Thornton delivered for you. Milan Lucic was on that team. You know, they need those, play, those type of players back to at least play on the fourth line. The fourth line of Nordstrom, Lindholm, and Wagner weren't getting it done. All right, And the other guys weren't getting it done either in this series. I mean, they all they all this team did was sit back, they let Tampa Bay attack attack them relentlessly, you know, and they were hoping for you know and hoping for turnovers. You know, and in game two, they wasted a terrific effort by Marshawn and didn't win the game. You know, this is this is You know, Tampa came into the series to play to win i don't know what happened to the bruins did did they even want to be in the bubble you have to sometimes you have to wonder if they really wanted to be there seriously now game three was 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 a disaster all right now tampa went out and scored right away the second goal lazan was held up by the linesman making a play so i don't know that that's what that's where that game went downhill. As soon as that second goal went in, that's when that's that's when the crap hit the fan here. And Tampa Bay, of course, went up four to one in that game. And in comes Dan Vladar. He makes his NHL debut. He allows three goals on fifteen shots in twenty-eight minutes and forty-two seconds. All right. So we're breaking we're breaking stuff down here where sh- stuff went wrong. All right. I mean, and you got to figure he and Halak didn't get any help from his teammates. And I know there are people out there. I know there are fans out there. And I'll, like I said, I'll get to some of this stuff again. I'll repeat myself constantly during this during this podcast. Um, there are going to be people out there that think think Rask is the reason why the Bruins lost this in this round. Seriously, there are a lot of people out there who think that Tuka Rask is the reason why they lost? No goalie, Rask, halak or Vladar could have done none couldn't have done enough to save this team. I mean there was no I mean basically the, there was a little bit of offense. I'm not going to say, oh, this was great offense and everything else. no this was there was very little offense from this, shown from this team. okay? I mean the only offense we saw was in game one, maybe a little bit in game two, and then game five. That was it. Game, game three, they didn't even bother show it was like they didn't even bother to show up. And here's the thing, throughout this whole entire playoff or throughout this whole entire series, we're, we're, we're not even going to talk about Carolina since they since they, they eliminated Carolina, but still would Tuka Rask have made a difference against the lightning in this series? We'll never know. Because, you know, he went home. He decided to go home because of family reasons and I know that a lot of people are like, well, well what kind of family his family was was better, he could have come back and everything else. I'm like, who we don't know the we don't know the real story until we until we know the real story on why he left, apparently it was because of one of his daughters. Until we get the real story from him in a statement, let it go. All right, just let it go for now. We wait and then we'll blame him. You know, well, you really can't blame him, but there, there's got to be a good reason why he left the bubble. Okay, got to be a good reason. So even if he was here, or if he was if he was still playing in the bubble, I have a feeling that he would have had a ru- he would have had he would have had it rough, and I can guarantee you a lot of the fans would be blaming him, and it's not his fault, right? it wouldn't be his fault. I mean, I don't blame Halak for these losses. I don't blame him one bit for these losses. You want to know why? Because these guys did not show up for the playoffs. They did not. All right. The only person that really showed up was Brad Marchand. He was the only one that really showed up here. I mean, he led the team. He led the team, or he had five. I mean, Pasternak, actually. He and Pasternak. Pasternak had six points on versus Tampa, and Marshon had five. You know, these two guys played really well together, or really well in this game. And for you guys to go out and blame a goaltender for this? Oh, yeah. Believe it or not, last night, after the game was over, I, I checked social. I mean, I'm not a big social media where I have to sit there on my phone every every minute of every hour, you know, oh, my God, you know. No. I went on there right after the game. I decided to go, and I saw the comments, and they were ripping it, you know, blaming Tuca, blaming Tuca. You can't blame him, all right? He didn't play. You Don't bl- blame Halak. Because the rest of these guys didn't show up. There was no defense. The offense sucked. I mean, where else where 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 was where was the rest of the team? You know, you know, Krejci showed up a little bit. Bergeron only had two points again. You know, where's 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 you know, where's Bergeron in all this? He only had two points in in five games. You know, I mean, at least I mean Debrusque had one point. I mean, the rest of these guys, it seems like these guys didn't show up. I mean, the best thing that he Cassidy did last night during Game Five was to put Pasternak on with Krejci and DeBrusque, and they played really well. You know, he juggled. He was in desperate when when you're in desperation for a win, you juggle lines. You throw guys on with anybody, and that line did, played pretty damn well last night. You know, I wouldn't break up the number one line. But still, your back was against the wall, and you basically went out and, you know, you played well. They played great. That line played really, really well. You know, and the other thing is the defense didn't show up. Seriously, they didn't show—I mean, these guys didn't show up. You know, where was the defense? I mean, Chara, Krug, Carlo, they were all awful. You know they played horrible. I mean, and two of those guys might not be even be here. Okay, you know your best defense to me, your best defenseman in the whole entire in the whole entire playoffs were Clifton and McAvoy. Those were your two guys. Okay, Chara, Krug, and Carlo. For some reason, they they didn't even show up. I mean. Chara and Krug might not even be here next year. Okay. There was talk last night on the broadcast that maybe Chara had played his last Bruins game. Well, maybe he has. Krug, we don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to resign him or is he going to go play somewhere else? We don't know that. It was just it, this wasn't this wasn't the Boston Bruins that we saw during the regular season. Basically, it's like they just sat back. And did absolutely nothing to support their goaltending, because the goaltending wasn't the problem. I don't think the coaching is the problem either. I mean, even some of the some of the comments last night were people asking for Cassidy to be fired. Why are you going to fire a, a coach? All right, a coach because he won you to he won he took you to the Stanley Cup Finals last year you want you had the best record in the league this year. Why are you going to fire him because of one playoff series? That's kind of stupid. It's it's really dumb. You know, those are the same people that are blame, you know that you know will blame a goaltender for a loss, you know? I mean may, maybe 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 it is maybe it is a little bit of of his of Cassidy's fault. I mean, think about it. Game three lineup, he had seven defensemen in there. John Moore was playing. John Moore was in there. You know, he kept he kept playing Richie. Nick Richie kept playing. You know, he put kept him in the lineup, and re, basically he only did two things the whole entire the whole entire series. Well, one thing he got into a fight. That was it. That's all he did. And then he took a stupid he took a stupid penalty. So who knows what happens, you know? Maybe you know, but you could put a little bit of blame on him. You could put a, bl- a little blame on Cassidy, but still, you shouldn't be asking for him to be fired. That's that's got to be the dumbest. That's got to be the dumbest remark ever. Oh yeah, let's because he lo- because you lose a playoff series, you're gonna go and fire the coach. That's got to be dumb. Now, if they played the last two games like they played OT last night, they would have won the series. They would have won the series. If they would have played like they did in Game 5, they would have won this series. But instead, Games 2, 3, and 4 were completely screwed up. So, you know, who knows, who knows what the, what the hell is going to happen next season. Seriously, I mean, you know, are they gonna blow up the team? I, I I don't see them really blowing up the team. I do make see them making some changes. I do see, you know, you know, first of all, you have to figure out what's gonna happen with Chara and Krug. What's what's gonna go on with them? Um, you know, what's gonna go on with Tuka Rask? You know, is he gonna be? Is he still gonna be here? I mean, there's a you know, is he going to be here? I mean, he's—he's—I think he's the biggest question mark right now. You know, right now he is the biggest question mark for this franchise because number one, he's the best—he was—he's the, he's the best goalie in franchise history. All right, he's a Vesna Trophy winner. He's—he's he's up for the Vesna again this year, and we don't know what his, what his situation is going to be. Is he going to say, you know what, he's got one year left on his contract? Is he going to play out the contract? With the Bruins, and then retire, or is or in a couple of weeks, say maybe October, November, maybe once the season is over and is everything is officially over, we officially begin the training camp and everything else. That, or before even before training camp, does he announce his retirement? Because I honestly don't see Sweeney trading Tuukka Rask. You know, f- what do you what are you to get out of it? You're not really going to get much out of it, and you might as well keep the guy on the t- on the roster for at least one more year. You know, but you have to figure out what's going to happen with this team. I mean, you know, are there going to be trades? Are there gonna, who's going to make the team? I mean, there's a, quite a few players from Providence that deserve a chance on this on this team. I mean, get rid of get rid of you know you can get rid of Nick Richie. Get rid of him. Get he, he's he's just a waste of time. But who, you know, and you you lose Chara to retirement, possibly. You know, you might lose, you might lose um, Krug to free agency. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with this, with this team next season? I mean, are they going to bother, you know, are they going to, you know, make a couple of offseason trades? I mean, that would, that's an idea, you know, and, you know what's what's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen with these guys. You know where. Do, you know as far as as far as goaltending, they're right now they're fine because both Halak and Rask are in their final years of their contract. So you probably have to look towards the towards the um, towards the end of next season, depending on what happens with with that whole Tuka Rask situation. All right, you have to want. You know, just think about it. Think about it. He retires. Let's just say Tuca just says, you know, October first. He walks into the room and to Don Sweeney he says, "I'm done. All right. What do you, if you're the Bruins? What do you do about that? All right, you have a lock for what you have Halak lock locked up for one more year. So, what do you do? You go out and you maybe sign a free agent goaltender. That's a possibility." Do you bring in? Do you have Vladar to back up Halak like he did in the bubble? I would say yeah, go with that. So that's a that's going to be a big question. So three big question marks for this team in in for the 2020-21 season. Does Zdeno Charo retire? Does Tori Krug resign with the Bruins? And what happens with the goaltending? Does Rask actually come back and play? out the final year of his contract or does he officially retire? I don't see him getting traded. I don't see Don Sweeney getting a decent deal out of that. So he's probably going to be stuck here for the final year of his contract and then maybe he'll retire. As far as the rest of the roster is concerned, I'd like to see more more guys like Frederick and Stanika and possibly Senishin. you know, I don't know about Lazan yet. My, there's still a little bit of questions on him, you know. But I'd like to see some of those younger Providence Bruins guys come up and maybe make a difference in training camp, whenever that starts up. Now there have been, I haven't really heard much on when next season's going to start. Of course, there's been talk about it starting, possibly maybe like the first or second week of December. There's other talk, there is other talk in there that at one point they were thinking about starting the beginning of January and kicking off the season with the Winter Classic. So <coughs> we'll just have to see what happens here. But it's um it's kind of it's kind of weird if you think about it. This this season was has been has been kind of kind of weird in a way. I mean, if it weren't for the pandemic, The Bruins would be rolling through these playoffs. But, you know what? It is what it is. But the future looks bright for the bees. You know, I hope Tuca comes back. You know, maybe Chara comes back. You know, Stadnicka looked really good. So maybe he, you know, maybe he'll find his way onto the rosters. Maybe he'll find his way onto the roster next season. Who knows what's going to happen with this team. In the coming weeks, maybe you know there will be a little bit more light shined on whether or not you know guys are going to be retired. You know Z is going to retire. You know we don't know about Krug yet. We have no. We won't know until free agency pops up in October, after the after the Stanley Cup Finals. So who knows? I mean, maybe you know. Maybe you know this team stays intact. Who knows? Maybe there might be a trade thrown somewhere. But, who knows? You know, it's a little bit... Things are a little bit sad around the schmidt household, but, you know, look at it this way. New England fan, sports fans in New England, you still have the Celtics, and the NFL is just about a week away. You know? So, who knows? And we'll see the bees on the ice again. Maybe we won't see them at all. You know, maybe maybe this thing keeps going on and they're going to be like, well, we, we really can't do the bubble. Maybe we can do the bubble thing. Maybe we can't. Who knows what's going to happen? We probably won't find out anything until maybe closer to the, the end of September because they would, they would have to start doing, making out the schedule right now. So we don't know what's going to happen with next season. If you have any questions for me, you can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413 or go to my Believe in Boston Bruins Facebook page. This show is also available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And if you enjoyed this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Now, if you're interested in advertising on this show please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to wear your mask so we can all get back to the garden and cheer for our Boston Bruins. Have a great week, and Go Bruins!